This is the chop up, trying to get chopped up, not get slapped up. You already know. Uh, let's go ahead and jump over into the uh, social chop. We're gonna call it social <laughs> chop. Uh, I want to talk about these vaccines, right? Word on the street, a uh, word around the old U.S. of A. is that uh, come November first, right before the November third election, Donald Trump will have. Uh, and this is word to all the governors, so official, official word, that there could be a vaccine available for people to start taking ASAP. So people are already very interested in the timing of this vaccine, particularly because it not, has not entered phase three of the vaccine trial stage to have, you know, had enough participants really get some accurate data to see how it's going to work. Now, here's the gotcha and how on a black people level, you know, the alarms are kind of ring-a-ting-tinging, ring-a-jing-jingling uh, on our end. <laughs> uh, hello, you know, all types of sounds are happening. Uh, the alarms are going off because Xavier University uh, down in New Orleans, as well as Dillard University, those are HBCUs down in uh, New Orleans, Louisiana, sent out uh, a uh, a memorandum, a letter, a notice, uh, if you will, to its students. And I don't know why this is not making more news, but it's a big deal because basically I'll read just a piece of it. It says, dear students, staff and faculty of Dillard and Xavier Universities, our communities have been hit hard by COVID uh, with harrowing responses of the lives uh, and health of our fellow citizens. Overcoming this virus will require availab availab the availability of vaccines available for all people in our communities, especially black and brown neighbors. It continues, we, the presidents of Dillard and Xavier, are already participating in the current vaccine trial. As a part of the study, we have received our injections that have been monitoring and reporting symptoms and side effects. Upon our enrollment, we were fully informed about everything. So they're making appeals to now the faculty, staff, and students at Xavier and Dillard to do the same. Clearly, Black student population, probably a lot of Black faculty and staff, and if not, a lot of individuals of color. One thing I do know about HBCUs is they have a lot of international professors who come in and teach at those institutions as well. And so what's y'all's initial reactions to A, Donald Trump coming out with this hot off the presses vaccine right before the election, and also the invitation um, and kind of uh, uh, imploration, if you will, they're being implored by these universities to participate in these vaccine trials. What's your take? Man, I feel like it's got a double-edged sword. Because on one end, I feel like we always being picked as some guinea pigs for the rest of the world. To, you know what I'm saying? In order to see the success or the efficiency of a vaccine or, you know, uh, some type of uh, a cure. You know, think of just different times we've been used as guinea pigs, you know what I'm saying, for this random experiments. And even though this experiment wouldn't be random because it is uniqueness in terms of why it needs to be done now. And it's, it's about the coronavirus and COVID. It may be like, oh, no, I'm a little skeptical. But 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 on the other end of the uh, of the sword, I do recognize the uniqueness of how coronavirus has impacted black and brown people in black and brown community. So it's kind of meets is like uh, I'm, I'm kind of in between a hard rock and a hard spot for me personally, how I think about it. Yo, this is why this is why you can't take white money. Period. Because it's white money. White money? Yeah, in terms of in terms of this is HBCU. This is campaign talk. That's what this is. Remember, Donald Trump donated all of this money or, or, or dedicated, not donated, excuse me, uh purposed all of this federal money for HBCUs. Mm-hmm. For that reason, there is now an incentive for uh, HBCUs and their relationship with Donald Trump to be fruitful. This is why. Influence. And I use the term white money 
facetiously, but I, I, I use it to describe the uh, 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 well, I use it in a way to touch on like the relationship that black organizations and black groups have with uh, money that comes from people outside of those groups. Mm-hmm. It always comes with the price tag. The yes, money sir. comes with a price tag. So <laughs> you said what? Everything comes with a price tag. Uh, yeah, of course, of course. But this, this is this is the price tag of of doing business with Trump, and now that is that's offering up uh, black students as, I mean, like like George said, as guinea pigs, because I mean, I, I know doctors who are like, you know, I wouldn't take that vaccine. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's like there's there's no there's, there's there is no common consensus that you know this is exactly what we need. This will stop it. This will shut it down. You know what I mean? It's all it's it's all like these are trial testings. I mean, and for uh, it to come out right before an election and to have HBCUs specifically speaking on it and, and inviting and, and appealing on the behalf of the president. You got to leave that money alone. I mean, you can't tell them to leave that money alone, but. It's a messed up situation, it sounds like. Yeah. So, because to me it's almost like it's like to me it's like the 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 human cost of doing business. <laughs> I mean, which that 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 puts value on life. You know what I'm saying? So that lets you know that numbers have been crunched, right? In exchange for this much money, you know, we kind of expect or would like this much of a response to these. You know what I mean? So it really starts to get real sticky in terms of how things come full circle, but. Now that we, we kind of get y'all's initial vibes, we got comments going in a little bit. Y'all talking about some stuff I want to talk about uh, here, too. Uh, I, I want to ask the question about distrust, because the question that we're really looking at with, you know, we have a deep social, just general social distrust of the current establishment and uh, not even the current establishment, but the United States federal government and its history and its past in general. Right. But the question has to be asked, how far can your distrust really go? Right. How reasonable is your distrust, especially and particularly in moments like these? Now, even in the Tuskegee letter and I see in the comments, we look at things like the Tuskegee experiment, right, where black people were kind of swindled into being uh, test subjects for the syphilis vaccine. We look at the California women's uh, prison example up in NorCal a few years ago, I think in the early 2000s, women were uh, forcefully sterilized, right? And put in a position where they were forced to take um, uh, a medication that changed how their body responded to reproduction. And so we see these examples and far, uh, hella more. But the other side of that is what do we know about the coronavirus and black and brown people is that we've been mostly affected, right? And so you see that, you see the fact that things like pain and pain tolerance, recent studies have come out to say the medical industry does not fairly account for black people in their pain and understand it the right way. Uh, things like the BMI, another example, right? A, a commonly used medical tool that does not reflect the body types of black and brown people. And I could just go on and on and on with a bunch of different examples. So I got you, Devin. You know, a lot of people say we need data to make sure. Right. We need data to understand how it responds to black people. That's their justification in the letter. Where do y'all fall with all of these examples on both sides about how we need more, but how we should also be skeptical of opening our bodies up to the state? To me, to me, I think that we need to have some type of oversight and need to have people from the communities that's able to peak. I, I feel like we need to have some type of communicated transparency where we know what to expect and we also know what's going on in terms of the 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 
the different phases of the trial. You know what I'm saying? Because in my mind right now, when I think of the past experiences of a lot of those things, what happened is the first thing was there, there was a lot of disingenuous on motive and on intention when they gave and when they picked these ironically coincidentally exposable and disposable you know exposable and disposable communities like hbcus like prisons like you know what i'm saying and in my mind it's just like groups of black people or groups of you know what i'm saying black and brown people you feel me and i think that because i recognize that in my mind the only thing they'll be able to resolve that if there was some oversight and some type of transparency of people of that community that was able to be seen and people that, you know what I'm saying, couldn't be bought in and where there's like literally a, a whole bunch of transparency. You know what I'm saying? A group of 30 people, a, a, saying a council, a, a committee of 30 people that will be, you know, uh, communicated with uh, uh, like like on a on a real intimate basis every 15, 30 days, every, every 14 days, you know what I'm saying, about what's going on in terms of who dying and who ain't dying, stuff like something, something like that, you know? But it's, and see, and that's I of, I'm talking to head on and I can think about it better yeah. in my mind, it will, it will, it will help. And that's where and that's where we start living in the utopia because it's like, nah. <laughs> oh my god. So yeah, yeah. That ain't that ain't how it worked though. Like, yeah, of course we would want the oversight and all that other shit. But the reason why we see these letters coming from HBCUs uh or to their students and not from OU to their students, unless I'm wrong, George. Have you gotten any, any email from the University no. of Oklahoma? Seen no, any letters I, I guarantee that. That 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 uh that uh that right there would have hit my Twitter or my Facebook right there. I would have seen that one. Yeah, and so and and so what it's a, what it is is that w- when it comes to these types of things, mm-hmm. I want to because I I, I want to address it how you bringing it up to you, um, in in terms of that trust. Like on one hand, you have uh medical progress. How do you break the tie? How yeah. much? How how far is too far for your distrust where you're not working backwards and not even being good for your own self? So the way that so the way that I break the tie in this particular instance, the tie on just vaccines in general is much more difficult. And I know we're gonna talk more about why that is, um, more like once we get uh, uh more in the ep- uh, uh in in the chop. But this specifically, the way I break this tie is like the politics of it, right? Regardless of whether or not we need medical advancements and we need people involved, it doesn't start with picking uh black people to be the subjects it starts with identifying black scientists black geneticists black you know what i'm saying epididymi- uh, 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 epidi- ep- epidemiologists black epidemiologists those types of people the black people that do the science not the bodies yeah yeah, you feel me? Or bring bring us the bring us the black people who are involved with you know putting that shit together. What goes into it? I mean, not just okay. Let's just see what it happens to them. I mean, and they'll say, well, not a lot of those people are entering that field. Da, 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 da. Let's start all the way down to education and the barriers y'all have to young black kids getting excited about getting into the sciences and things like that in the first place. It really is a broader conversation that needs to be had. Um, I know that with this kind of broader conversation about distrust that needs to be had, George even gave us an example and maybe some of the hoops and hurdles. Me, myself, personally, I feel like I'm not going to trust the vaccine until Donald Trump take it on the White House steps. I want a Democrat. I want it to be I want him to trust the vaccine so much that a Democrat 
he willing to let a Democrat give it to him because it's so unbeatable. I don't want nobody bipartisan. I don't you want don't nobody take bipartisan. It. <laughs> I just no. I want. I want to because no. I. I and, and I'm gonna tell you why. For the same reason as you. The time of time <laughs> is terrible. I think it is a more strategic move for Donald Trump in order to build trust with the American people. Say hey, December December third, December fifteenth. A vaccine is coming. We working hard. I'm working for you. I want you to trust the process. We're being thorough about it, but we are moving it. So you can trust me. I'm working on your behalf. Win, don't win, whatever, whatever, whatever. We're on the right track. That's me, to me, more trustworthy and realistic. And would it still trust in me to vote for you? Then I got a vaccine on November 1st. <laughs> the election's on November 3rd. Like that just, you sound shady. Yeah. You sound crazy. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So I'm just, I'm not buying it. But I'm, I, 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 recognize, and I recognize that I'm implying myself and implicating myself in my next question about conspiracy theories, right? I'm going to scroll up because at the beginning of the conversation, straight out the gate, the homie Chris said, it's a strategy for the election, not a solution to the new pandemic. Already out the gate, this is directly a, a plan attached to the election. Uh, there are other people saying that this is just a chance for them to insert the chip. Other people saying it's the market. <laughs> other people are saying that this is population control. Other people saying that it's more than one version of the vaccine and they're going to slip us the, the, the nigga recipe or the poor people recipe or whatever they're going to give us. They're going to give us what they need to give us. They're going to give us the, they're going to give us the dollar storage version, the Walmart version. Great you know value. And so it's a lot of conspiracy theories out there. Do y'all, and not all of them is crazy because, like I started the conversation with, it's a history of them being shady, y'all. So tell the truth. Is it any one particular conspiracy theory either that you've heard and that you done caught your ear like, what the hell, or what, that's the most interesting? Or is it one that you kind of like, yeah, I'll buy into that when it's possible, uh, especially when we know truth is stranger than fiction. How, what is your relationship to some of these conspiracy theories? Man, I'm definitely buying into the I'm, I'm I'm definitely buying into the timing and the uniqueness of this because I feel like there's a there's a definite double bind for for most of this coronavirus epidemic. Most of the people in power, especially the people that that support Donald Trump, has been saying this coronavirus thing is a hoax. So now all of a sudden that you see you going down in polls and you see people kind of pissed off, now mm-hmm. you're trying to shove something down our throat. And I think just thinking about the ethics in terms of that's like the ethics that's being the ethics that's structuring the motive in the time span in the you know what I'm saying I just kinda, I ain't got time for it like eh, 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 no 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 see personally I'm not doing it. I ain't taking out I know for a fact because I'm so skeptical and you know what I'm not even conspiracy theorist at all but I'll pass on the vaccine all the way because in my mind even if they told me like, even if Donald Trump would Facebook live Instagram live and had got I would still be like, nah, I want to see that that is like, I find like, I, I, I just would be skeptical, you know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. just, you know. I'm going to jump in real quick because this nigga Chris, uh, I'm sorry, Chris, Chris, Chris Strickland, the homie uh, Cree Dub said it's Clorox. Don't forget, Donald <laughs> Trump had people drinking Clorox for about a week and a half in this before Fauci had to get in there and tell people. Yo, don't do that. people literally so, went to the hospital. <laughs> I don't put it past. Uh, yes, Marquise, they say in the market of beast. Uh, a lot of people saying 5G. A lot of that's one I didn't mention, but you know, everybody looking for 5G everywhere. First, it was the new iPhones. Next thing, I think then Man, it was- hey, you know they were saying that. You know they said that 5G act- uh, activated coronavirus. The coronavirus the night. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, you know what? The thing is, I, I'm, I'm. It's hard for me because when I'm listening to when I'm when I'm listening to like people like anti-vaxxers or people that's extremely anti-medicine. When I'm listening, I want to be like, no, but you know, remember polio and smallpox and this, that, and that. I want to say that to them. But then when I hear the people 
they just be like, no, nah, what? Our our medical system, our pharmacies, no. Right. All we've done is brought pro. No, bro, it don't work like that. These niggas got a point. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. when it come to when it come to black people, the shit that they call conspiracies, motherfuckers actually did the Tuskegee experiment. If if it wasn't confirmed, right, like based on medical, you know what I mean, uh, uh, records, and people say, yeah, we did this shit. Yeah, if it wasn't confirmed. You said what? It'd be kind of crazy to this day. They'll be like, nah, man, that is a conspiracy. Like the government would never do that. You know, that type of shit. And then, and, but nah, we know it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's conspiracy type shit that's been confirmed in real life. The government actually conducted experiments on on on, on, on uh, a community. Let's be for real. Not on one or two. I mean, and, and I mean, and, the, and the, the practice of sterilizing black women. That shit is like, I mean, yeah, it, it, they doing it up until the 2000s. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, see, and, and, and that's only what we know about. Think about it. If I mean, other is, people have already also argued, too, you know, things like the fluoride in our water, the, the kind of byproducts of a lot of the medication that we take. Um, people say it's been a slow sterilization station, the steroids in our food, the way that certain foods are modified and manipulated, that this is an accelerated version of something that's already happening on a slower level, uh, just by nature, you participation, participating in civil society. Right. So it makes it a very kind of weird question about whether or not it, we, we kind of put up our resistance a little bit too late. You know what I'm saying? You drink water out that tap and you let them put whatever in it. You know what I'm saying? And then those are the things you already whatever you in it. But you know that that statement, and I won't say completely as though I'm not an autonomous being that doesn't critical think and make decisions. A lot of the times I'll be like, well, shit, y'all already doing it. Just keep going. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> put you in a position of the feet, like if you already, and I can't get away from it over here. Like, I never the most compelling reason that I heard from a friend of mine, my boy Max, uh about um, you know, he he was a smoker and he kind of is a vapor or whatever. You know, oh man, Max, you gotta stop smoking. Do, 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 do. He like, look, cancer is everywhere. Move to the state of California. The first thing you see on the sticker at the gym, at everywhere, at the the plant store, at everywhere. Damn, Michaels, when you want to get fabric for a pillow, it's it's a possibility it's cancer in here, and you might get it. We want to let you know for you come up in this hole. You know what I'm saying? So when you think about it like that, the propensity and the likelihood that we catch something is already heavy. In our lives right now. And the last thing I'll say about this particular uh, uh, vaccine that has me nervous is throughout this process, a lot of people have not seen, but it's been doctors from around the world who have a union or a coalition. I don't know what to call them, a consortium, if you will, that have, you know, different backgrounds, different perspectives, but are bipartisan, by, are nonpartisan and not even American. So not affiliated with American politics. So don't even have them as a primary interest, but because we're such a focal point for the coronavirus have to use the United States as a stimulus for a lot of information. And they have come out on a couple of different occasions about how things have too, are too accelerated. These studies and the research are not expansive enough. They don't include enough people enough details and they're try they've tried to have a lot of outcry that smaller news systems and, and stuff are getting track of but are so for some for obvious reasons are not making it to the top of the bin when we talk about how things are developing so if everybody's skepticism is is realistic you know what i'm saying and, and all things are on the table i wouldn't take nothing off the table it's just a question of just like a whole lot of other things in life when people are willing to take their guards down. There's a lot of people yeah. who didn't want flu vaccines and polio vaccines and this, that, and the other. And to this day, we'll die by that. And it's other people who have loosened up. So we see a lot. Rita Reese says, Black newscaster here took part of the first round of vaccination experiments just started in July. The vaccine is already ready. Where are the results, please? 
Okay. So apparently the vaccines, I mean, have been rolling since early January. I mean, I'm sorry, early July um, or in July. And so a lot of results, a lot of collective kind of data and stats need to be brought in. And I think it's realistic that we start to want a lot of that stuff now. You know what I'm saying? We want that intel. We want like what, what it said. Show me something. Uh, <laughs> I, I just think that. I want to shout out. Hold on real quick. I want to shout out this YouTube comment just because we're going to be putting it up on the YouTubers too. Uh, S. Patel says, this social topic is really hitting home as a physician and debate coach. I struggle with how he ourselves, yes, uh, or intersected, intersected my education. We can't unlearn the advancement uh, that came from abject cruelty. Uh, he like, who, uh, what is uh, man? Henrietta Lacks. Yes, Henrietta Lacks. You know what I'm saying? Her cells, which are the prototype for a lot of uh, life-saving, healing, understanding about the body and how it functions and puts itself back again. A lot of the blueprint for what we know about the body came from a black woman. So it's very important that we look at, you know, her as the fulcrum for how we even start to understand the body in the first place. Now, the question is, is that a justification for more black people? to put themselves out there so we can understand our supernatural capabilities, just like those healer cells, or should we and, still be protective? And see, and see that's, I, think, and see, I think that the healer cells and the story of Henrietta Lex supports the, uh, supports the skepticism because to this day, you know what I'm saying? The Lex family is still fighting for, you know, the, 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 to, to like, I don't, I don't know the word to be the power of attorney or to be able to own it. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like because of that very nature, we, we, we know again, the doctors did not have any transparency or communication to Henrietta Lacks or the Lacks family on what they were doing with those cells and that those cells even had a uniqueness to them. So from my understanding, you can be a little, you know what I'm saying, a uh, random black kid that, you know what I'm saying, from across the tracks and, you know what I'm saying, that, 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 that just decided to go to, you know, the school of Xavier and they didn't found something unique with your blood or something like that. And they don't tell you. Or you feel me? It's just like to me, it's just too much. It's, 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 to me, it's a lot. You feel? Oh, they got a settlement. Oh, they got a settlement. My bad. Make sure I ain't spreading no misinformation on the chop up. Uh, shout out to you, Devin Cooper, and shout out to everybody that you know. What I'm saying that's in Baltimore. They got a uh, they got a settlement, but we know that it took a long time for it to get a settlement. And I just know that it still raises a lot of skepticism in terms of what's going on and how they could use our stuff in terms of medical, just just medical foul play. And and I'll say this, and then I'll let you I'll let you put a cap on it, Toya. Mm -hmm. Um, that the the reason why these conspiracies hit as hard as they do, and why black people get so like why we find them so convincing, is literally everything that y'all just said. There's nothing beyond the pale for us. You know what I mean? Like there, there's no we we know that there's no extents that they can't go. So even even as somebody who's like, all right, I'm not as extreme. Um, you know, it's progress. I you bring up instances of polio and smallpox and how we got rid of those things. Getting rid of those things, even if that's the case, even if it is med a medical progress, it's always at our expense. We and die because of guinea pig stuff. No, I mean exactly, but that's why that's why that conspiracy. That's why I'm always going to lean more towards the conspiracy theorists yeah. than the textbooks, because ultimately we always end up having to pay pay the ultimate sacrifice for right, right. everybody else to live and get no benefit. The uh, uh, Charles Drew. We all know who Charles Drew is. Yeah. Charles Drew invented the technology that made it possible to store blood for transfusions for victims of trauma who lose a lot of blood. The reason why we have blood banks, the plasma bank, the reason why we have all of that is because of Charles Drew. Gotcha. That man was in a car accident, was taken to the hospital, 
and was denied access to the, to the technology that he invented that could have saved his life. Tell the truth and shame the devil. That's the history of medicine in the United States. Regardless of, oh, the conspiracy theorists, they're listening. Yeah, my nigga may be listening to uh, 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 Alex Jones. He might be. Okay, he may get his the the a homegirl may get her vaccine information from somebody on YouTube, but god damn it, they not believing the bullshit y'all telling because yeah. if it was up to y'all, we would be sacrificing ourselves so y'all could live into y'all 80s. And Fuck I think that. that I think that the expert community and a lot of the like authority community in terms of being able to disseminate knowledge and, and information. They have to deal with a lot of the skepticism that they have created, a lot of the, the, the I feel like the environment and climate that they have created in terms of just the incredible distrust that not only I feel like minority communities have black, brown, Mexican, Native American communities have with the government, but also like the general public in terms of like white folks, mainstream America. You know what I'm saying? Cause I think the one thing I've learned from this coronavirus mm-hmm. is that there is a great level of skepticism throughout our society that's cr- it's kind of cross-cultural yes i mean and it is i think being felt more and more as people start to recognize and feel the disparities that exist in our just general healthcare system um all of this conversation is ongoing and largely because our bodies as black folk are constantly being put on a line in ways that we have to think about a whole lot more than other people on a day to day. I'll end it simply by kind of recognizing Nick's comment. Nick says that there's something between conspiracy theorists and government medicine. We got critical race theorists who focus on the medical apartheid. Shout out specifically to in case you want to read more about the issues that are happening to black people and with black people in the healthcare industry or what we call the medical industrial complex is totally a thing, uh, Dorothy Roberts, who really sheds a lot of light on how that particular institution uh, thrives in the ways that it does uh, against and not at the behest of Black people. Um, We use this phrase a whole lot, but I think it absolutely applies right now. We need to have a, no pun intended, healthy skepticism of what's happening um, in the medical industry so that we can stand up. It's just kind of like these things just come out like that. She can't help it. It fits. We need to have a healthy skepticism. So with that, uh, that's the social chop. Hey, beautiful social child. That was that was a good one to you, boy. You do your thing when you do your hey, thing. I, tell you. I really had to talk to the people about how y'all feeling about it because it's coming soon. We're about to have to make a decision. 